Hey there. Welcome to a very special episode of the NAA Apartment Cast, the official podcast of the National Apartment Association, the voice of the rental housing industry. I'm your host, Frank Mock, broadcasting from NAA's headquarters just outside our nation's capital, where we'll be providing you with ongoing insight from rental housing industry leaders on all things apartments, from leadership to operational strategy to federal advocacy and more. Today, we're talking with Clark Ebert, NAA's Director of Conference Education Programming, to discuss one of the most exciting events of the year, NAA's Apartmentalize. Sure, there's outstanding networking opportunities and tons of fun to be had, but I think the true star of the show is the education. I honestly cannot think of another example where the investment of a few days' time yields a year's worth of practical, actionable apartment management strategies, tactics, tips, and advice. But that's enough for me. Why don't we just jump right in? All right. Well, before we dive in, um, can you tell us a little bit more about yourself and your your role at Apartmentalize? Sure. Um, I'm the director of conference education, and I've been here at NAA for nine years. So this is my 10th Apartmentalize. And um, really, my main job is to put together the education experience at Apartmentalize. And I basically start by really trying to understand who our audience is. Um, and after having done this a while, I, I think I have a good understanding of that. Um, and the goal is, for me is to make an educational experience that's really customizable and that helps people shine um, in their work. And I do that all with the help of an um, education advisory board. Uh, we have a really... Um, diligent process that we go through to make sure that we're getting the best from the industry. And um, I'm really proud of the people who volunteer uh, to help in that process. Uh, and then the other thing I think I do, um, no, I'm sure that I do it, is to uh, select game changers from outside the industry that have uh, compelling stories that, uh, that help lift us up and drive us forward in our profession. Excellent. Excellent. We'll, we'll dive into game changers here in a minute. And, uh, you know, big shout outs to the education, uh, uh advisory board, a, a huge lift they have, uh, it's a, that, uh, process takes a significant amount of time every year. That's uh, true, Frank. They, um, I think that they put in about maybe 35 hours of work over the course of several months, uh, including reviewing every proposal that comes in. All volunteered um, hours. Yeah. They do that above and beyond their, um, uh, the jobs they get paid to do. Excellent. Um, well, let's let's talk a little bit about the education because uh, that's why we're here today. Um, so I, I understand there's a lot of different um, kind of education tracks for uh, a variety of different uh, apartment industry professionals. Can you walk us through some of those uh, some of those tracks? Yeah. So uh, there are actually 17 tracks, um, and uh, sessions are labeled by track. And uh, the online tools that we have for planning um, make it. Uh, they're searchable by track, so people can be very intentional about creating their uh, and customizing their own experience. Um, and I, there are 17 tracks because we really want to have something for everybody in the industry. Um, I always think of Apartmentalize as the meeting of the tribe. Uh, we want to make sure that uh, that there's content that's, that's meaningful uh, for folks all across the industry. Um, some of the larger tracks would be like leadership 
which is always uh, a compelling need uh, because folks who come um, gen- generally tend to be in management positions and right. they need to find uh, new and inspired ways to uh, keep their teams engaged. Uh, and then there's uh, industry events would be another industry trends would be another uh, a good example of one of the larger tracks. And some of the smaller tracks are get more specific, sort of like uh, affordable housing or leasing or um, emergency preparedness. That's excellent. Yeah, I can definitely say that in my experience being at a departmentalized, um, you know, sometimes you'll go to conferences and there's some um, some gaps in programmed activities and stuff. And I could honestly say, like, from the beginning of the day all the way into the evening, there really is something for everybody to engage with, whether it's one of these um, sort of special offerings or it's the exhibition hall or it's education sessions. I think it makes the show uh, particularly special. Um, Let's talk, you know, broadly about some themes. Are are there big themes popping up in this year's um, education? Very much so. Um, I every year I try and have a couple of sub themes uh, where we sort of have some centralized effort, and that's based on what I'm hearing. It, uh, pe- uh, people are being challenged with right. uh, uh, from uh, uh, owner manager companies. So this year. Um, Everybody's talking about centralization because people are having to do more with fewer resources. And that's happening on different scales all across. So like large companies are working on that as well as midsize and small companies. And it looks different in each application, although the principles are the same. And uh, we have five sessions that are going to have – so there will basically a, be a centralization conversation happening across the event. Um, and I think that uh, people will be interested in hearing what other people are doing. Absolutely. Um, I, I'm also hearing a lot about uh, mental health in the workplace. And so we have uh, several sessions, actually five sessions, that are focused on that. And uh, there's a range of considerations. Like uh, some people are, one session is going to focus on how we talk with team members about mental health and well-being. Others are looking at uh, what strategies really are effective in supporting our human assets. And um, DE&I uh, is one of the ways that you can create a, a, a workplace that is supportive of um, well-being. Mm-hmm. Uh, and there, we, there's also a session that is the culmination of a research project that was conducted here at NAA on mental health and emotional health uh, it was based on a survey that we did, so um, there will be some actionable insights uh, from that from that research. Excellent. Um, two other categories: hybrid uh, workplace culture, uh, because the workplace has changed radically in the last Certainly. three years, and uh, th- uh, we have three sessions that are focused on how people are adapting and and what's working, and then of course diversity and equity and inclusion, which really is like. It's that's really a national challenge across multiple industries, but the subtleties of that require that we focus on it uh, over a long period of time. So um, we have five sessions that uh, look at different aspects of uh, what diversity and equity and inclusion look like when applied in the real world. That's great. 
Um, <clears throat> all sound very interesting to me. And um, certainly like with five sessions, you know, per topic, I, there's certainly bound to be some, um, some actionable insight as you reference um, things that, you know, I, I, I think it's rare that you're going to invest a couple of days of time and walk away with a year's worth of information and insights that you can actually take back to the office and put into practice right away. Um, all themes that I think uh, everybody's expecting to hear about and certainly what's on many people's minds that uh, that I'm hearing from. Um, specifically, you know, session formats. I'm, I'm curious about these open space sessions. Can you tell us a little bit more about what those look like? Yeah, Frank, actually, open space is kind of – it's my favorite format. Um, it's a little unpredictable because it's it's of the moment. Um, so as a planner, it's kind of nerve-wracking, but – uh, it's a really uh, needed alternative learning format. So it's basically uh, sessions are organized organized around uh, something that we call a big what, like mm-hmm. a like a what question, and and then folks show up for the session, and the people who attend in the room at that time they get to decide exactly how they're going to focus the conversation. And so it's really about peer discussion rather than a sit and listen kind of uh, dynamic. Um, You know, at some point we reach saturation when we're taking in information. And um, this is always a really nice shift. I have to say it's not for everybody. It's not for the meek. Like you have to be able to show up, to show up and step outside of yourself a little bit. Um, but those who do uh, really enjoy it. And we have really great facilitators who make sure that there's a forward momentum as well as making people feel really comfortable with the process. That's great advice. Um, And if you're meek, I I think stop on by and have have a go at it anyway. Um, Let's, uh, you have referenced Game Changers. And for me, these are some of my favorite speakers. Um, They're not quite there for the the main stage general sessions, but they are in their own respective rights, very important groundbreaking individuals from a lot of different, oh, let's say walks of life um, with some pretty valuable lessons. Can you walk through them and let's talk about what makes them stand out? Yeah. When I think about game changers and we go shopping for, um, for candidates, I'm always looking for people who have really compelling stories, like, um, and people who can, um, uh, use storytelling in a way that's going to have a really, uh, palpable, uh, exp- uh, experience. So, and I always think that they one of the the one unique qualifier is that they all sort of have a revolutionary spirit, um, and and I love being able to walk through uh, the selection process every year. So on Wednesday we have Jess Pettit. Uh, she's going to kick off the series. She's a champion of uh, DE and I practices, and her message helps. In, uh, Professionals understand how advocating for each other is really a great way to foster an inclusive work environment. You're going to hear some referral back to the themes I laid out earlier in the conversation. Um, So Jess is a a really interesting person, and um, she spent the early part of her career doing stand-up comedy. So she has a really light delivery, and um, I think she might make folks laugh a little. 
Uh, on Thursday afternoon, we hear from educator Brandon Fleming. Uh, he was a Forbes magazine 30 under 30 recipient. Really cool guy. And he has a message of investing in young talent through mentorship uh, with some tips for how we can make our industry grow stronger through his, some of his methodologies. And then lastly, we hear from Princess Sarah Culberson, an American philanthropist. She is also a Mende princess, um, which she didn't find out about until she was in her early 20s. Um, she's also an, entrep- uh, an entrepreneur, writer, uh, and an educator. Her personal story is really astonishing, and I don't think anybody wants to miss this. That sounds very exciting. I'm eagerly waiting the arrival of a message for myself to find out I'm also royalty. I, um, I hope and- that happens to you, Frank. Obviously, you know, as I mentioned before, these are folks that are on the come up. They're uh, um, quality caliber speakers, by uh, of course. Um, and then, you know, we, we move into the general sessions. We have some, some fairly significant names up there. Uh, can you just uh, uh, talk about them really quickly? Uh, yeah, I would love to. Uh, Wednesday speaker is a local Atlantan, uh, Derek Kayongo. Uh, this guy is equal parts humanitarian and entrepreneur. He kind of combines those in a really cool way. His soap project is an example of using small, simple means to make a huge impact. He literally makes something out of almost nothing. Um, really cool guy. And then on Thursday, Lindsay Vaughn addresses apartmentalizers. Uh, she's the most uh, successful female skier of all time. She holds four World Cup titles plus a gold and a bronze Olympic medal. Uh, Lindsay's story is all about focus, determination, and grit. She's basically a white streak down the mountainside. Yep. Yep. And um, one of the things I love about her story is, you know, she really grappled with uh, uh, injuries mm-hmm. later in her career. Uh, and... Uh, to me, that that kind of personal struggle and perseverance is uh, it, it makes a, a big Im- positive impact on me. And then, lastly, we uh, we're super excited to have uh, Jason Sedakis of Ted Lasso fam. Frank, I gotta say, I am more excited about this than I have been um, uh, uh, compared to some illustrious keynotes we've had in the past. Um, Ted Lasso came onto the scene at like a really great time. Absolutely. Uh, and had a really great me- message that was uplifting. And I, I really, I, I don't know exactly what he's going to talk about. Um, I don't, uh, I don't, I, we should not expect him to show up as Ted Lasso. I'm pretty sure we can count that out. Um, but, you know, he's, he's an actor who uses art form to um, shift the American attitude. Uh, so I'm I'm totally stoked about that's him. a great take yeah. yeah certainly a funny guy as well I, I think yeah uh, right he's a funny guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah I mean I, any speaker who make me laugh I'm 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 engaged I'm leaning forward um, yeah so some incredibly big names uh, and I'm sure uh, you may have coined a new term apartmentalizers are, are going to be super excited uh, in those general sessions get there early uh, get yourself a good seat. Um, 
you know, dialing it back a little bit, um, you know, there's there's all kinds of different education opportunities throughout the week. Um, one of them being uh, express education. Uh, can you tell us a little bit more about that? Uh, I'd love to. Express edu- uh, education is situated in the exposition. And we build these beautiful little theaters that have seats for about 120 people. And there's also some standing room around the edges. And um, the real thing that uh, to, to remember about Express Ed is that the sessions are 30 minutes long, which is about twice as long as my own personal attention span. <laughs> uh, um, it, it, we try and uh, pack those full of really practical and actionable uh, takeaways. And um, the thing I like about them is, is that um, you can hear about a lot of topics in a little bit of time. They're, they're great for those of us um, uh, blessed with a short attention span. <laughs> yeah, I enjoy them too. And, and, and it, it is, uh, is kind of cool to be learning in the environment of the Expo Hall. You know, it's one of the big, I, it may very well be the largest marketplace for the apartment industry annually. And um, it's, a, it's ideal because you're hearing about all these, you know, different strategies, tactics, tips, uh, tools, of course, um, certainly with the rise of prop tech, um, there's going to be a lot of opportunity then to just turn around, walk through the, the show floor, uh, in the ex- exposition and, and see all the, um, you know, the latest and greatest, the cutting edge and these solutions that, uh, I'm sure everybody in our listening audience is in search of, uh, fine. One one of the things I think is really unique to apartmentalize and 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 really of the moment is um, uh, the wellness labs. Can you tell us about those? I can. Um, their focus is on uh, fostering well being, and well being really starts with self care. That's actually something that you and I have had many conversations about Indeed. here in the uh, here in the office, and. Um, It turns out that the more you take care of yourself, the more you're capable of taking care of the people around you or uh, coming through for your coworkers. Um, And while it initially seems selfish, it's actually a a long game strategy. Uh, So there are 13 wellness lab uh, sessions that are planned. They have, they're all located uh, in a theater. Mm -hmm. Um, by theater, I mean uh, uh, an event space uh, within the convention center. Um, and they're really, uh, they give you an opportunity to learn to, to learn and practice on the spot um, self-care techniques. That's awesome. And, and for our listeners, come find me at all of the wellness labs, um, you know, certainly practicing my self-care. Um, well, before we get too much into me, um, let's let's talk broadly. Um, you know, as you mentioned, you've been doing apartmentalized for, for a significant amount of time. Um, do you have advice for folks headed headed to Atlanta um, for making the most of their conference experience? I will. Frank, my dad was a Boy Scout counselor. And the motto of the Boy Scouts is to be prepared. <laughs> and um, I recommend that for apartmentalizers. Um, there are two really great ways to do it. One is to download the app. Um, I know that people have a lot of apps on their phone, but the app is the best way to have everything you need literally in your palm to help you navigate this monster event. And the other thing is the, my NAA planner. So if, if you log into the app with your NAA member credentials, mm-hmm. 
the, your, the, my, the my NAA planner, which is accessible through the apartmentalized webpage, it will sync to your web uh, app and you can go on the website and make selections about where you want to spend your time and th- those will push through to the app. The whole point being is, is that there's so much going on and apartmentalize is very customizable and mm-hmm. personalizable. There you go, making up words again. <laughs> um, but you have to have a strategy. Right. Because in any given time block, you have between nine and 12 choices of where you want to be for the ed- for, for your education opportunities. And you can haphazardly wander through them. That's a choice, and it's a legit choice. Mm-hmm. Or you can really uh, look and uh, make a plan for um, uh, – you could approach it as inquiry-based learning. You could – Think about what's really challenging you at work and then go look through the program and see if you can find things that will help you. Excellent advice. Be prepared. Excellent advice. Also, comfortable shoes. Um, You know, we've talked a lot about education. And I think one of the one of the coolest parts about apartmentalize is it serves as the hub of rental housing. I mean, everybody in the industry gathering all together. So obviously networking is a is a big part uh, or a key part of the conference experience. Um, Any words of wisdom there? Frank, I'm the kind of guy who believes in eating dessert first. (laughs) And in this instance, I'm going to uh, I'm going to eat dessert first. So. The big killer payoff networking event is the Thursday night party. Mm-hmm. It's huge. <laughs> it's fabulous. It's so much fun. And um, uh, this year, uh, we're going to have a tailgating party at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium. So just t- think of tailgating, but then move it inside the stadium. Um, the scale of the place is grand, like, uh, and the way the building is shaped, it sort of turns everybody towards the center. So you're right. gonna you're gonna be able to see like five, six thousand of your closest industry friends all together in the <laughs> same place. And uh it's such a great celebration. So um that's the key networking uh event. Um uh on a less grand but equally festive uh uh, venue, we have the uh, opening reception on at the end of day on Wednesday. So I always love that because it's the first opportunity to have everybody in one place at one time. Right. And that's where people really track down their, um, their industry friends. You know, a lot of people in our industry uh, have made lifelong careers. And the way you do that is to work for an organization for a good long time and then move on for other opportunities. But like everybody seems to know everybody uh, in the end, and, you know, and you know, most of our attendees have uh, between like eleven and eighteen years of experience in the mm-hmm. industry. So there's a lot of crossover. There's also you know an opportunity to meet lots of new people because one in every three attendees at Apartmentalize is a first timer. That's awesome. Um, and I should mention that Maintenance Mania is co-located uh, within the opening reception. So that's a real cl- a crowd pleaser. Absolutely. Absolutely. So there are also like uh, there are uh, lunches in the expo um, on Thursday and Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, there is uh, a place uh, – that is equal. So last year and the year before, we had beer outdoor beer gardens, and um, wow, 
Yes. Outdoors in Atlanta in June is not advisable. Um, there is a, um, uh, uh, we, we have a, a, a social space. Indoors. Indoors. Lovely. At the convention center. Lovely. Um, no shaming Atlanta weather in June. We're <laughs> sitting in Washington, D.C. right now. And, uh, yeah, we can tell you all about heat and humidity come summertime. Uh, but I digress. Um, so, you know, before I let you go, I have a bit of a bonus question. Uh, let's give some uh, shine to Atlanta. Um, in my experience, Atlanta is a just a tremendously fun town. There's also um, – a variety of significant cultural um, I- iconic spaces. Um, any personal advice for folks out there for things to kind of do and see while they're there, obviously besides attending apartmentalize. Well, Frank, the, the event takes place at the uh, Georgia world Congress center. And adjacent to that is the uh, Centennial Olympic park. Mm-hmm. And it's built to attract uh, visitors to Atlanta. And there's a whole bunch of stuff that's going on in that. It's tightly packed into that area. So you don't have to really go too far to entertain yourself. Um, uh, and, some of my favorite things are going to see the beluga whales at the Atlanta Aquarium. They look like little space creatures. <laughs> and they kind of, um, I, I feel like they watch the crowd more than the crowd gets to watch them. Um, I also envision myself taking a nighttime spin on the uh, Skyview Atlanta Ferris wheel. Okay. Because uh, it's right there. Yeah, it's right there. Who doesn't want to go up and around? I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Um, there's also the civil rights memorial, um, uh, right there. There's the world of Coke, um, and, uh, lots of restaurants that are, are, are accessible. Oh, and speaking of restaurants, I, I feel like that there are a lot of good culinary experiences to be had, mm-hmm. uh, in the downtown area where we are, but also in Midtown, which is, you know, a quick Uber ride away. Right. Um, and there's something for everybody's taste. Um, I will refrain from uh, naming any one specific <laughs> restaurant, but I will say once again, be prepared. Absolutely. Uh, in honor of my dad. Uh, so our event is a citywide event. Um, uh, all the hotels will sell out. And um, unless you make hotel reservations before you arrive, um, you're going to have to uh, uh, take what you can get. So, be prepared on that as well. Make some reservations around town. Well, Clark, thank you so much uh, for taking time out of your day to uh, uh, join me um, on NAA's Apartment Cast. Um, uh, we will look forward to seeing you in June in Atlanta, uh, June 7th through 9th. Um, and uh, between now and then, check out NAA's website for more details uh, on Apartmentalize. And we'll talk to you next time. Thanks for having me, Frank. Thanks again to Clark Ebert for sharing time with us today and giving us a sneak preview of the educational offerings at NAA's flagship event, Apartmentalize. Apartmentalize is the hub for rental housing education and networking, as well as a showcase of new products and services for the industry. I can tell you personally, the energy at Apartmentalize is like nothing else. 11,000 plus attendees all there to share ideas, make connections, and get motivated. You can choose from over 80 sessions throughout the conference spanning a slew of topics including operations, marketing, maintenance, leasing, leadership, and more. 
Apartmentalize is June 7th to 9th in Atlanta. And I tell you, you don't want to miss it. Register as soon as you can for the best available rates at apartmentalize.naahq.org. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you on the next episode of the NAA Apartment Cast, available on all your favorite podcast platforms.